Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hey everyone, my name's Shane Smith, and I'm a pile of skulls piled so high that Genghis Khan's enemies thought it was a mountain before they realized what it was. It's fun. Yeah, it is kind it's of fun. Creative. Dun 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 dun. It's super metal. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um. Hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I'm what happens when Fran Drescher swallows a handful of Xanax and then picks up a microphone and records a podcast. Yeah. Is yeah. Fran Drescher alive? Yes. Okay. Oh my god. Does she act still? I don't know what she's up to. She just took that nanny money and ran. Yeah. Wouldn't like you? Like most real nannies. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah, someone online told me that. They told me I sound like Fran Drescher on Xanax. Someone said I look like Dollar Tree Machine Gun Kelly. I like that. Yeah, you said it was a compliment. I don't think it is. I think it is. Okay. You got to chaos magic that into a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I chaos magic that insult. I'm like, oh, so you listen to my podcast and think I'm like a celebrity? Thank you so much. You know what else is magical? What? Getting tattooed. And Murder of Crows Tattoo by Casey Roy. It is magical. It's the best. If you're a person who lives in or around Salt Lake City, or, or even in the United States, here. or even on Spaceship Earth. What? I went there. Okay. Come get tattooed by Casey. You won't regret it. It's no. great. Look her up. Murder of Crows Tattoo or Casey Roy Tattoos. Just Google it. Yeah. She's got a great Instagram. Follow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's amazing. Um... Yeah, and I want to get tattooed more by her, actually. Me too. So badly. I want to finish the top half of my body already. I have to finish my chest. You do. But I am what the French call le pore. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> no. My thing. Okay. That's being broke, but cute at the same time. Le, le pore? pore. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. All right. Okay, great. So this episode is weird. Yeah. Spooktober. We're talking about uh, monsters. Yeah. Bad people. Yeah. And it's fun. It is fun. It turns out I'm one of the bad people. Maybe. It turns out I won't spoil it, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. We did go on a rant naturally, but it was in the same vein. It was of the same vein. Listen, it's all about monsters and it's Halloween themed. Mm hmm. And real life exciting. monsters. Real some life might monsters. Say. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, enjoy this episode. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything else we want to add? Um, on Patreon, I have added a uh, 31 Days of Halloween movies to watch. Some of my favorite horror movies. I put one for every single day of the month. And I also made um, a super fun Halloween playlist. But it's not like your typical Halloween playlist. It doesn't have like fucking Monster Mash and shit on it. It does have Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. But other than that, it's like fun (laughs) songs that are just kind of like spoopy. Yeah. And it's gotten pretty good feedback. So check those out. And we're going to be doing more Patreon stuff here shortly. October is just like wildly busy for us yeah yeah know that we haven't forgotten about that we have some sexy pasta stories to read for patreon those are not lost on us we just kind of have to put shit on the back burner for october all right awesome and hey thank you everyone who saw me perform this week love you guys Mm -hmm. appreciate you for coming out yeah um yeah yeah should we get this going i guess enjoy some real life monster action everybody hail satan hail satan
Are you good? You dying? What? Are you dying? No, I'm fine. Okay. I saw the rat guy again at 7-Eleven. Yeah, how's he doing? He's I well, he wasn't running his scam. I, I told you about him, right? Yeah, you told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I told him. you at Wise Guys. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the listeners, uh, I went to 7-Eleven a while ago, and there was a man standing out front who was very sketchy. One of those people you just see, and you're like, oh, fuck this. This mm-hmm. guy's gross. I don't want him to talk to me. I don't want him near me. Yeah. And he comes up to me, and he's like, hey, watch out, man. There's dead rats out here. And he motions towards the front of 7-Eleven, and there was literally just like four or five dead rat carcasses strewn around the sidewalk to the entrance mm-hmm. in in a random manner like just like he like they were like they were just sp- like yeah yeah like, like on yeah, Valentine's yes, Day yes like a flower girl like the worst version of a flower girl had been by the front of 7-Eleven and instead of throwing flowers she was just hucking dead rats cool 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 so I was like oh okay and mm-hmm. I'm like trying to walk in and he goes yeah you gotta watch out for them man i'll clean them up but uh you gotta ask the lady tell her if she pays me i'll clean him up i can't go into 7-eleven though they hate me in there and Uh that's when i noticed he was wearing like not a fanny pack a satchel not even a satchel it's a in the military it's called a drop bag it's like a a bag that's on your hip and it's like wired open so that when you like pull your magazines or or uh when you have equipment that you don't need to like when you're changing like, a magazine and a gun you don't want to throw it on the ground you'll need it for later so you put it in that bag real fast and it's mm-hmm. just like so he had like one of those and it was like dirty and bloody it's only what i could describe as like a dead rat storage container yeah. you know yeah, yeah definitely for dead rats uh clearly and then I put it together that this guy is running a scam mm-hmm. where he goes from business to business, littering the ground with dead rats, yeah. and then making them pay him to clean up his own dead rats. Mm-hmm. Not really a viable long-term business unless he has a new way to get more rat carcasses because they'll start um, to decompose eventually, right? I think that's what he wants. How many days do you think before your rat carcass is no good? Five. Five, so you've got five days before you got to get five new rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I love how he had been inside of Seven Eleven, clearly been like, "There's dead rats out here," and, and the lady was, was like, like, "Get the fuck I out of Seven Eleven!" Saw you throw them, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. I've been here the whole time. I wonder if that's what Trump meant by "Make America Great Again." Yeah, these type of business men and entrepreneurs. Well, no, because all, all the Mexicans come over the border. What happened and to your st- voice? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> Something Were like... you just gonna ignore the fact yeah. that you just got possessed yeah. by a, a different man? So I have like a, everyone. I have like a sinus thing right now. Oh my and god! And like something went into my sinus, and I just like wrote it out. <laughs> I was just gonna pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> I just went to get racist. I got possessed. Did one of our dads die and possess me? (laughs) Yes. How the fuck? I started talking about Mexicans and I just went wild. Yeah. But you, 
<laughs> you spoke about Mexicans for 0.5 of a second, so my dad entered your body to yell at me. He did. He was astral projecting yeah. while we were having the conversation, and then good old Gary <laughs> right into me. Oh <laughs> <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> well, anyway, what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted by that ghost was that oh my God. <laughs> fucking Mexicans are coming over the border and stealing all our rat littering jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take you seriously anymore after you just get, get, got possessed and tried to play it off. What am I supposed oh to do? God. I can't stop. I'm in the middle of the weird thing. the worst possible time because I was doing like a racist joke. So I can't. You had to abandon it. Yeah, no, I can't stop the race. I can't just be like, all these fucking Mexicans, excuse me, my voice. Like, <laughs> I had to continue the joke because I wanted it to get unracist. Oh I God. can't end on a racist it's note. It's so weird, though, because this has happened before and it happened when we were talking <laughs> about reptilians and then your voice went weird. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> And it never gets nasally. You don't get like Fran Drescher. You literally <laughs> just turn into a different man. It's so weird. Oh, God. I don't know what to say. I don't know. We just captured <laughs> demon possession on the podcast. Your mom's going to be stoked to hear that back. I just fucking can't like in the middle of saying these fucking Mexicans. And then I, I wanted it to finish being funny so that it wasn't horrific. You couldn't. I couldn't, though. I could not ignore that blatant demon possession in front of me. <laughs> oh, real talk, though. Every, every Mexican person I know has a better job than me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, man. We are in Utah, though. Yeah. We're, like, not... There's not I mean, there's not a lot of, like, impoverished... Um, minority communities there's just like impoverished communities mm -hmm. we're really doing the melting pot with our poor people here yeah yeah it's because they're all most it's just we're like Ohio we have a lot of poor white people yeah it's, it's mostly just white people Ugh, and they vote badly <coughs> it's but enough like of that they like being poor. and they all they and they do have the dead rat littering jobs yeah. anyway that guy was terrifying he was like a terrible Batman villain mm -hmm. like Batman would have defeated him immediately by just leaving, coming back as Bruce Wayne, and giving him $100 to never touch a rat again. That wouldn't stop him. I might. How much do you think he was charging to remove the rats? $50. Really? I don't know. What's the going rate of crack? I was going to go 10 Maybe 10 10's probably more like it. But... Yeah, I don't, I'm. I don't know, man. Wild shit happens at that seven. Wild shit happens at every Seven Eleven, and you're at a Seven Eleven like seven times a day. I really wish people knew that every time you finish a drink, you just get up and go yeah. back to get another one. Yeah, it is so like, yeah, like ten times. I like drinking soda. I like the carbonation. I like being hydrated, and I like the ritual of walking there. Like, I like listening to music and daydreaming mm -hmm. and sort of being in my own little world and enjoying the walk. Yeah. Like, I, and I don't stop. Like, when it's winter, I just fucking go through the snow. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I love the ritual of it. But, like, I need to – I can't just walk. Then I, I can't enjoy myself. I need, like, a goal so that I, I set my mind on the goal, and then – my mind will just be like locked into goal and then I daydream and I'm just gone. Mm -hmm. But if I have no goal, I'm like astutely aware of where I am and what I'm doing. Yeah. So I can't just walk because then uh, my mind will constantly be like, hey, what are we doing? Hey, what are we doing? Hey, what are we doing? So it's my meditation. That's why I, I also like to run. Sure. Then I have a goal. 
I just run until my timer says, hey, you've been running for two hours. And then um, in the meantime, I can daydream about being a Super Saiyan or whatever goofy <laughs> shit I daydream about. Sure, that's fair. I mean, the one time I walked to 7-Eleven to get us drinks in the night, um, I was too busy thinking I was going to get killed the whole time. Yeah, so that's the unfortunate really, part of being a lady. Couldn't right? really enjoy myself. I was literally like, this was a mistake. This was a mistake. This was a mistake. Like, that, and I had my I had a podcast going in my back pocket, like out loud, and you, like you pass by a coffee shop to get to that Seven Eleven. So like I wasn't completely alone or away from people, but I was still like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Like someone's gonna come up behind me and they're gonna pull me into the backseat of a fucking car. And I kept being like, I should have brought a dog. Like I should have done something. And if I die, this is my fault. It was so. It was the worst time of my life. And. I literally, like, coming up the driveway, I had, like, my heart was racing. Like, I made it. It was wild. And I will never do that again. Hey, being a lady, am I right? Gotta love it. You know what's even wilder? United States, probably one of the safest places for ladies in the world. Yeah, and still. And it's not even good. Not even safe. (laughs) Which says a lot. Like, can you imagine being a lady in Romania? It's just like, you you have to fucking, your husband is also your bodyguard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not that he he isn't regularly. He is the... Abuser and bodyguard. Well, no, and that's not that funny that like guys like really forget how how the power dynamic is and how like genuinely it feels good to be around someone who can protect you. Mm-hmm. And, and like even though it feels like a thing that will and it does never happen to some people. Mm-hmm. Some people never are confronted with physical confrontation or anything. But like yeah. it's always in the back of your mind, especially as a woman, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I've I've become more aware of that uh over the last like year or two as women are like speaking out like, hey, I I uh, don't. I, I feel awkward walking. Yeah. And I was always kind of like, "Why? Don't be a pussy." And then I was like, "Oh no, yeah, that makes sense." All and it I started takes thinking is like about it. one crazy dude who's slightly bigger than me. He could snap my neck, and well, I could do nothing about it. I also it. didn't spend a lot of time with women, and like I didn't have friends who are women. And mm-hmm. the more you're friends with women, the more you're like physical with women, right? Mm-hmm. And like as I like was physical with people I wasn't romantic with, I started to just kind of, like, realize, like, I'm so, so, so much fucking stronger than you. Yeah. Like, I could I could so easily kill you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's wild. I know, that's why I said. All it takes is a dude who's just slightly bigger than me. No, it's wild. And he can fucking end me. But, like, I mean, if you're a guy and you want to know, and this episode is about real-life monsters, so I think we're on brand yeah, right now. Yeah, look at us go. We're, do- we're doing a little bit of a rant, but also, this is on brand. I feel like if you were around the mountain from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. that's how women feel all the time. Like, he could just take you. Yeah. It's over for you, dog. Yeah. Zero things you can do about it. Like, you could scratch his eyes. Maybe you could get away if yeah, you were lucky. Yeah, but you're leaving your fingernails in him, yeah. too. Yeah, like, but You're never going to get out of the exchange but all right. if you fight 100% as hard as you can and get lucky, even then maybe you don't get away. Mm-hmm. And you're hurt. Mm-hmm. He can just take you. Mm-hmm. So imagine you go to the grocery store, and it's 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 you... And 50 of your friends and 100 mountains. Yeah. And 100 of the mountains just walking around. And you're just like, I'm buying strawberries, but like any one of these mountains could just fucking grab me and pop my head off or take me to the bathroom and I could not stop them. Yeah. And that's how it feels to be a woman. When you walk outside at night, just imagine the mountain is out there waiting for you. 
all the fucking yeah. time. No, it's like... All the time. So fucking scary. Another good way for men to, like, feel like it... What it's like to be a woman, I think, is... Uh, when we were kids, we used to go where they keep like bulls and cows, mm-hmm. and you would try and walk through at night. And if they would catch you, they would like charge you, and you'd have to escape from them. Mm-hmm. It's like a scary white hick, trash game. white trash yeah. hick game. Yeah, yeah I love how all games. games like city kids play games where they're like Monopoly, like we're shooting dice, and then uh, country kids are like we die when we play our games. Yeah. But yeah, but like that's it. You're just like, oh, I could just run into a bull, and then I'm fucked. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do but try to run. Like, yeah. um, Yeah. I think that guys need to be more aware of that, and then it would... That's a huge thing that just isn't communicated to us. Mm -hmm. Like, I like to think I'm a very self-aware person, and even I hadn't stopped to consider that for the longest time because I'm so far away from wanting to hurt women Mm -hmm. that it didn't occur to me how they might feel subconsciously around me. Yeah. Like, when a girl's like, I want someone who can protect me, that always felt, like, medieval and superficial and not real. Mm -hmm. But now I get, like, I get it. Yeah. I definitely get it. Yeah. No, it's wild. I don't know. All you got to do is, like... There's been times where I've been followed to my car and I literally was like, oh, this is how I die. Like, I prepared to accept my death. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, I'll fight as hard as I can and scream and hope that someone can help me. But, you know, also a great example of, like, that the helplessness of it was that most recently that guy I posted in the group, that crazy person who um, charged into the Starbucks down the street and started attacking that barista. And she was surrounded by people and not a single one of them yeah. would help her. Like, well, if, that's, that's, you know, isn't that the worst? Yeah. Because not all men are bad, but most good men also won't do shit. Yeah. Like most good men I know are also complete fucking pussies. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've we've seen it in the comedy scene where someone has done something horrific and then it's been only me and Mac have been the ones to be like, oh, we're going to kill you over this. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is like, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't have. And it's like, no, maybe it's time to like step up and do something yeah. like. Yeah. Um. And so that happens all the time in public. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't tell you how many times when I was a shitty person we would someone would mouth off or whatever and make a mistake and make a mistake <laughs> yeah well i mean it's a horrible mistake I to mean, go you on. know to like shit talk by like okay for instance once we were at the mall and this uh group of black dudes walked by us i don't know why i said that that's just how i remember oh, it God. it doesn't matter what <laughs> this color. is going bad uh and they they said fucking nerds and then jared was like what the fuck did you say and then they were like nice pants because we had tight pants and this is 2005 or whatever mm-hmm. and they're talking talking shit and then we just started beating the shit out of the guy mm-hmm. and like just it's a mall crowded mall everyone just watched us jump this dude yeah no one did anything yeah he got annihilated yeah i mean granted he's a bully and fuck him the only reason i told that story is because i feel like he deserved to get violence is bad but at the time i you know whatever yeah no i'm the bad guy in the story everyone's the bad guy but 
he said that, but violence isn't the answer. That's mm-hmm. what I want to say. There you go. I felt justified at the time because I want to beat up bullies, but that's not what I should have done. Mm-hmm. I should have just been like, hey, you're being a bully. Like, do, do you feel like a better person because you were mean to me? Like, what if I'm having a bad day? Anyway, I could have talked to him, but we chose to jump him. Mm-hmm. We were wrong, but also fuck him. Yeah. That Those two things can exist at the same time. Yeah, they can. Anyway, no one helped. That's my point. No one helps. Yeah. No, no one, one helps. fucking helps. Just two sketchy guys beating the fuck out of this dude and his friends just watched. Yeah. So it's like kind of imagine being like, I don't know. You could be completely alone and afraid constantly that some dude who just broke up with his girlfriend is going to be angry and follow you to your car. And you can for a moment be like, oh, well, there's a guy over there. There's a couple over there. And then be like, oh, no, because if something happens, they're not going to do anything. Just constant fear and anxiety. No, totally. So, anyway, that's my life. And yeah, that's this why episode brought anywhere. to you by All Women Live in a Horror Movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Also, Shane feels guilty for what he just said. It's okay. I genuinely do. I bet you do. It's okay, though. That was weird. It's okay. I often don't feel guilty, and I genuinely feel guilty about that. Well, I mean, objectively, sure. But Yeah, 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 yeah. What can you do? I mean, what can you do? That was a long Learn ass time from ago. It, which 13 you have. years ago? 13 or more years ago? So, I mean, I I get it. I still have a hard time kind of beating down the physical bully inside of me. Yeah. Also, uh, real talk, my brother was like 15 at the time, and he's a grown man, and he got beat up by my brother. So maybe don't get beat up by teenagers if you're a grown up. Maybe. So that also maybe, is on him, kind of. Maybe, like, don't talk shit to teenagers as well. Yeah, for real. Nerd. He said nerd alert. I remember. Nerd alert. And he was, like, being shitty. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. How are you going to be like that? Hmm. That kind of stuff doesn't happen to me now. I was in a, a grown man. Yeah. A much. I th- I'm not even a big guy, but. Yeah. yeah we get it. You're okay. <laughs> You're going to be fine. <laughs> you want to talk about other bad people besides me? Yeah. Cool. Sure. I'll talk about another bad person. Speaking of you, actually, so we're doing real life monsters. We are. And typically, I like doing historical people. Yes. Which is kind of like fun, which we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. But I decided to change it like kind of last minute. What? Because of a discussion you and I had. Oh. You know about this, though. Do I? Yeah. Because we were in the car and we were like, well, I oh, said that's right. to you, why don't kids trick or treat in Utah? Like, is it, or is this a Utah thing? Because growing up, even into like, I think I stopped trick or treating my freshman year, not by choice. Like, I was kind of forced on me to not do it anymore because I was getting too old. I've trick or treated as an adult quite a bit. It's, well, it's great because we now appreciate free candy. We know how the candy economy works. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is why they don't want you. They're like, this, you can't, you know how good it is. You can't have it anymore. Anyway, I was like, just like crack. Exactly. They get you for free and then you got to keep paying. So um, anyway, it was like a whole trick or treating was such a big part of my childhood and some of my fondest memories. And it like was the only sense of community I had. Like our neighbors weren't really like great friends with us. But during Halloween, like the neighborhood would go all out. People would turn their garages and backyards into haunted houses and haunted walkthroughs. And like there was the one dad on the block who like pulled his fire pit out into the driveway and like barbecued and had beers with all the other dads. And it was just like, it felt like what movies portray, you know, suburban neighborhoods to be. 
And we live in a neighborhood and I've lived here for a few years now. And every year I buy candy and every single year I don't get a single fucking trick or treater. And I've noticed this, that like trick or treating just doesn't happen in Utah. And we were trying to figure out why kids aren't trick or treating anymore. And then I was like, is it because maybe like the LDS church here is like super afraid or propagated the whole like candy apples and razor blades shit. Sure. And then you were like, that's never happened. That's never happened. Yes. And I said, yes, it has. And I am right. Are you? That's what we're going to find out. Okay. Okay. So I was going off of a memory that I, because like everyone knows the story, right? About like poisoned candy or like going trick-or-treating and getting candy that's been tampered with. It's like a thing. There are PSAs. The news covers it like every year in some. It's just like this weird myth, right? And like where did it start with myths this big that are kind of like nationwide and unanimous? There has to be some bit of truth to it. And I remember looking it up a while ago, having a faint memory. And I was trying to debate you with this faint memory. And you were like, nope, wasn't trick-or-treaters, wasn't on Halloween. No, yes. no, no. Yes. I said it wasn't trick-or-treating candy. You said it wasn't trick-or-treating. That was my one stipulation. You said that it was my didn't one happen on Halloween. I said, I think it happened around Halloween. You're like, it didn't happen on Halloween. And I was like, I, I literally said, You're I can't this debate up. this with you anymore because I don't remember the details. I said it wasn't trick-or-treating candy. End of argument. <laughs> So, and then something about strangers, right? We said, um, oh, yeah, people like, hate strangers. It, well, no, 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 that it wasn't like a stranger. It wasn't just a strange, evil Oh, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. It wasn't like an evil man trying to poison children. Mm-hmm. It, so, was, it was a deliberate act. So, I'm going to tell the story of Timothy O'Brien, okay. who is known as the Candyman. Timothy who, O'Brien. For all intensive purposes, is the reason why we have this myth about poisoned candy. And then I'm going to tell you why I still think that it counts. Okay. Okay. Poisoning trick or treaters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. I mean, he. he... Oh, wait. No. Okay. October 31st, 1974. Yes. Timothy O'Brien took his two children trick or treating in Pasadena, Texas. O'Brien's neighbor and his two children. Firstly, and- can we say not even the best Pasadena? real problem (laughs) there's even pasadena california is still trash i mean yeah but um so his neighbor and his two children accompanied them after visiting a home where the occupant failed to answer the door the children grew impatient and ran ahead to the next home while o'brien stayed behind he eventually caught up with the group and produced five 21 inch pixie sticks, which he would later claim he was given from the occupant of the house that had not answered the door. Mm-hmm. At the end of the evening, O'Brien gave each of his neighbors, two children, a pixie stick and one each to Timothy and Elizabeth, his two kids. Yep. Upon returning home, O'Brien gave the fifth pixie stick to a 10 year old boy whom he'd recognized from his church before bed. Timothy asked to eat some of the candy he collected, choosing the pixie stick. Timothy had trouble getting the powdered candy out of the straw, so O'Brien helped him loosen the powder. After tasting the candy, Timothy complained that it tasted bitter. O'Brien then gave his son Kool-Aid to wash away the taste. 
which like Kool-Aid always yeah, likes always. to pop up in these death situations. Well, it was Flavor-Aid, but still, you know. Okay. Timothy immediately began to complain that his stomach hurt and ran to the bathroom where he began vomiting and convulsing. Mm-hmm. O'Brien later claimed he held Timothy while he was vomiting and the child went limp in his arms. Timothy O'Brien died en route to the hospital less than an hour after consuming the candy. Timothy's death from poisoned Halloween candy prompted fear in the community. Numerous parents in Deer Creek and the surrounding area returned candy their children acquired from trick-or-treating to police, fearing it was laced with poison. Police did not initially suspect O'Brien of any wrongful doing until Timothy's autopsy revealed that the pixie stick he consumed was laced with a fatal dose of potassium cyanide. Four of the five pixie sticks O'Brien claimed to received were recovered by authorities from the other children, none of whom had consumed the candy. He the, picked the worst candy. Well, you'll find out you why. You poison full-size candy bars. He's so cheap, he can't even poison full-size candy bars? Well, I think, like, it's concealing it. You'll. It talks about the amount he got, how he put it in the pixie stick, and, like, all this shit, right? It all was, like, it was not a good plan, right? Yeah. If I was going to poison someone, I would try to do it more inconspicuously, maybe even put the dosage so small in different types of candy. Can we be real? No one named Timothy has ever been a good assassin. No one's like, oh, we fear Timothy. Timothy is a child. Oh, Timothy's a child? He's a dead child. Okay, who's the adult? Um, That, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Timothy O'Brien is the child. I don't know the dad's name. Right I thought you there. said Timothy O'Brien was the adult. The death of Timothy O'Brien. Oh, okay. So Timothy I may is have not missed, poisoning. I may have misread the Timothy's beginning of it. Timothy's getting poisoned. Timothy which and is Elizabeth on brand for a Timothy. Timothy's get poisoned. That happens. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. If your name's Timothy, you will be poisoned. <laughs> Yeah, isn't Timothy the name of the kid in the Christmas story who's, like, dying and stuff? Do you know what I'm talking about? He's got, like, rickets or something. With well, the, you know, he's poor. It's Christmas story. <laughs> he's got rickets? <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest disease. <laughs> what is you rickets? Know, I don't know. He has crutches or something. Yeah, I know. Right. He's, like, more poor. I don't know if that's true. Little Tim. Timmy. Um, so it's Ronald O'Brien. It's, um... Oh, no. Ricketts is the softening of bones in children. See, I fucking told you, <laughs> bitch. Oh, my, my bones God. are soft. What's the... Is it a Christmas story? Yeah, right? it is. Yeah, okay. It's Scrooge. Scrooge. Not McDuck. It's just Scrooge. <laughs> just Scrooge. McDuck is the coolest okay, Scrooge, though. but anyway, Timothy's are weak, and that's sad. We need to stop. <laughs> <Ricketts>. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's an 1800s disease. Yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? It's like, what, what happened to Tim? Oh, he has rickets. <laughs> the softening of bones of children. That is straight up the most 1800s disease. Whatever. That's going to be what Ugh. kids are dying of in like 2025 when everyone's like the vaccines and autism. Yeah, yeah. When everyone's we, it, just it's... getting scurvy and rickets like pirates. Oh, no. We're, we're due for rickets now. We've got fucking smallpox and mm-hmm. everything. We've got parents who are just like, I'll scream the disease out of my children. <laughs> <laughs> it's not long but then also what? it's not long before people are like this this is ty- uh, fuck tylenol why don't you try my opiate cocaine laced sleep aid with morphine in mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. did you we're close to it laudanum i mean like okay pause on this sidebar 
Um, is the anti-vaxxer movement the Earth's way of cleansing us and getting rid of our overpopulation problem? I don't know. Is I, it? I want anti-vaxxers also to be like anti-mod. Like they're just like, I'm going to civil war doctor off your leg if it breaks. <laughs> like, I want to put every anti-vaxxer on a rocket and then shoot it out into space. <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> but it's not going to happen. So, <laughs> it's, uh, Do you know and, where an anti-vaxxer will never get to? CBS. Oh. <laughs> CV. I'm pretty sure they go to CVS. Do you think they use Tylenol and stuff? I they probably yeah, do. Yeah, they probably do. I Tylenol hate isn't them. gonna help your How fucking stupid. smallpox. Oh, it goes into my body, but it's not injected in me. It must be bad. I just ugh. the idea that the government would like want to. I mean, yeah, it's experimented on people, but all the anti-vaxxers like, are okay, white. Okay, here's the thing. It's like the anti-vaxxers are like, oh, the government, what? The government's controlling something or whatever the fuck they believe in on the flat earth, what the fuck ever. But it's like, they're like government control is like the thing, right? Or the government's like making your fucking kids autistic or whatever the fuck you believe, right? But like your phone is listening to everything you fucking do and who gives a shit because fucking Karen gets the sponsored ad on her Instagram about slim teas and fucking Yankee fucking candle. So she's cool with that happening but like that's she's cool with that type of government intervention but like the pretend shit she's made up in her mind where science protects us all she's like nah fuck that though the fuck are you on i don't know i fucking hate them anyway, i don't like when, thanks for coming to my ted talk yeah i just don't like when people are like science is good enough to get my car from to to and fro and good enough to make my phone get signals from space mm -hmm. but not good enough for surgery or like not, what you're just like not what the? good enough to save my child yeah not good enough to stop my kid from getting rickets <laughs> <laughs> your kid's bones are so fucking soft karen <laughs> so soft why are you worried about autism? <laughs> Your child's a noodle. He's, yeah, he's just fucking melting. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway, back to this. Anyway, unpause. So for, and also Ronald, Ronald O'Brien is the dad. Timothy O'Brien is the dead child. Sorry if I fucked that up before. Four of the five Pixie Six O'Brien claimed to receive were recovered by authorities from the other children, none of whom had consumed the candy. The parents of the fifth child became hysterical when they could not locate the candy when the police called at their house to inform them. <laughs> Fuck, we've got poison candy in the house. Fuck. Can you imagine just being like, oh, I put it with the other Pixie Sticks. Right? <laughs> I genuinely like... My mom was the queen of getting my candy from me and being like, let me just, I'm going to look through it, make sure I get all the ones with all the wrappers. Bullshit. She was eating all the yeah, fucking shit yeah, she wanted. Yeah, of course. My mom would have taken this bullet. She would have mm, mm, down the hatch with that I know. How, how juicy would that stick. be if a, an adult had taken the cyanide? They might have survived because they're bigger. Uh, we'll get there. Oh, shit. Um, the parents rushed upstairs to find their son asleep holding the unconsumed poison candy. The boy was unable to open the staples that sealed the wrapper shut. He stapled the pixie sticks? Yeah. Just imagining him at home was still like stapling candy yeah. shut. Like, I've nailed it. Dog, you can't even put some tape on or like anything that makes more. Like glue. Glue, anything. Something. Nope. He's, he's tried so little. Yeah. Just fuck it and staple it. You're going to, you think this is trying little? Fucking wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So just strangle your he, son. No, straight up, you're gonna love the next bit of the story. <laughs> All five of the pixie sticks had been opened with the top two inches refilled with cyanide powder and were resealed with a staple. 
According to a pathologist who tested the pixie stick, the candy consumed by Timothy contained enough cyanide to kill two adults, while the other four candies contained dosage that could kill three to four adults. Jesus! So he wants to kind of kill his son and extra kill all the stranger kids. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's just, I just, what is he, one of the villains from Home Alone? Like, yes. he can't even fucking, just imagine him, like, his glue, he's glued his hand to the table, he can't figure, he's like, oh, fuck, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> and he's just stapling with his chin, yeah, trying to absolutely. hold the fucking thing down. No, 100%. What a moron. O'Brien initially told police that he could not remember which house he got the pixie stick from. Mm -hmm. Police became suspicious of his excuse because O'Brien and his neighbor had only taken their children to homes on two streets because it had been raining. Their suspicions increased after learning that none of the homes the group had visited had handed out pixie sticks. After walking the neighborhood with police three times, O'Brien led them to the home that the group visited but whose occupants did not answer the door. O'Brien claimed that he visited the home before catching up with the group. He said the owner of the home did not turn the lights on, but cracked the door and handed him five pixie sticks. He claimed to have only seen the man's arm, which he described as hairy. Mm, Polish. Yeah. Or an Italian woman. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Can't confirm. The home was owned by a man named Courtney Melvin. So he's already having a tough time because his name is Courtney. And now he's being like, bro, someone just said you poisoned. More importantly, you're forgetting that his last name is Melvin. Courtney Melvin. Why Melvin would he just is be another like, guy who would get poisoned. Why wouldn't you just go by like Melvin Courtney? Or he can be like Melvin O. Courtney and he's Irish now. Anyway. Boom. Melvin was an air traffic controller at Hobby Airport and did not get home from work until 11 p.m. on Halloween night. Police ruled Melvin out as a suspect when nearly 200 people confirmed that Melvin was, in fact, at work. Yikes. That's why you got to tell people what you're doing. You walk. If you are a sketchy person, I just think like last podcast is doing um, the West Memphis three right now. And I'm thinking back to like being Damien Eccles. And I'm like, if I was Damien Eccles in that city, I would be doing like what Melvin is doing here. I would go into a fucking Walmart and be like, hello, everyone. I am here right now. Hey, it's start. your old pal, Melvin. <laughs> it's Courtney <laughs> Melvin over here. Hi, everybody. Bye. It's 9.05 p.m. on October 7th. I am right here. Hello. One, two, three. And just start counting off till 200 people can fucking say for certain that they fucking saw you somewhere. drive in. They're like, hello. Welcome to Taco Bell. And you're like, what up, motherfucker? It's Courtney Melvin again. It's your boy, Courtney Melvin. Remember, I'm here. So anyway. After their investigation furthered, police learned that Ronald O'Brien was a hundred thousand dollars in debt and had a history of being unable to hold a job in the 10 years preceding the crime o'brien held 21 jobs which is like hey he must be a really good interviewer i think he's just not tapping (laughs) into his potential at the time of his arrest he was suspected of theft at his job at texas state optical and was close to being fired His car was about to be repossessed. He had defaulted on several bank loans and had the family home foreclosed on. Police discovered that O'Brien had... This is where it gets fun. Police had discovered that O'Brien had taken out life insurance policies on his children Mm -hmm. in the months preceding Timothy's death. In January 1974, he had taken out a $10,000 life insurance policy on both of his children. 10,000. One month before Timothy's death, O'Brien took out an additional... $4,000 
$20,000 policies on both children, Mm, mm. despite the objections of his life insurance agency. In the days preceding Timothy's death, O'Brien had taken out yet another $20,000 policy on each child. The various policies totaled approximately $60,000. Nothing weird going on here. All I'm saying is if you work for a life insurance company and some fucking person yeah. calls you, they call you at the beginning of the year, six months later call you again, and then all of a sudden, in a month span, they've called you four times to increase it by yeah. $20,000. They're going to murder. They're going to murder someone. Call the cops. Yeah. Call the fucking cops. Be like, hey, I'm not trying to be judgy or anything, <laughs> but this dude just took out an insurance policy on his child and has tripled it in the last 45 minutes. He keeps calling me back and raising it like we're on deal or no deal. I feel like... If you have an insurance policy on your child that's like a prenup, yeah. it's like, it's like I don't know it about fails. this. Yeah. Just like, I don't know about uh, this. Oh, man, you know? It's straight up, though. Why even do this at this point? Mm-hmm. Hoping they're going to die. Like the kid gets rickets or something. <laughs> O'Brien's wife maintained that she did not know about the insurance policies on their child's lives. Police also learned that on the morning after Timothy's death, O'Brien had called his insurance company to inquire about collecting the policies he had taken out on his son. Again, if the dude calls you and is like, hey, remember me from last week, the man who increased his fucking seven-year-old's life insurance policy by $100,000? So he died. Uh, How can I get that money? You should be. You should have been recording that fucking call. The cop should have been in the room with you. It should fuck that. Should have been a cop answering the phone, be like, "Hello, this is your life insurance policy agent." Like how? Yeah. How? Yeah, that's a problem. There should be no investigating. It should have been a trap the whole time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so after learning that O'Brien had visited a chemical supply store in Houston to buy cyanide shortly before Halloween of 1974. He left without purchasing anything after learning the smallest amount available to purchase was five pounds. Police began to suspect that Ronald (laughs) O'Brien killed his son. That's when they suspected. Police theorized that O'Brien had laced candies with poison in an effort to kill his children to collect their life insurance policies. They believed he gave the other children the candy in an effort to cover up his crime. The other children never consumed the candy. Police repeatedly questioned O'Brien, but he maintained his innocence. Although police never discovered when or where O'Brien bought the poison, he was arrested for Timothy's murder on November 5th, 1974. He was indicted on one count of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. O'Brien entered a plea of not guilty on all five counts. O'Brien's trial began in Houston on May 5th, 1975. During the trial, a chemist who was acquainted with O'Brien testified that in the summer of 73, O'Brien contacted him about how much cyanide it would take to be fatal. Again, oh. red flags. Red flags everywhere. A chemical supply salesman also testified that O'Brien had asked him how to purchase cyanide. Friends and coworkers <laughs> testified that in it's just like, okay, doing that is like asking Siri how to hide a dead body and then following the instructions step by step. It's just like, can you be any more dumb and obvious just why even bother just tell the cops that you're doing it doing it and then get arrested like you're just leaving a trail for them to follow yeah anyway friends and co-workers testified that in the months before timothy's death o'brien showed an unusual interest in cyanide and spoke (laughs) about how much it would take to kill a person 
<laughs> he's so stoked at barbecue just being like, <laughs> you know, that if I just put the most microscopic amount of cyanide on this burger I'm making for you, it would take an hour before you dropped dead. Thanks for coming, Charles. Good to see you. Just like, what the fuck? How? Red flags everywhere. Yeah, this guy is uh, real bad at crime. Yeah, real bad. O'Brien's sister-in-law and brother-in-law testified that on the day of Timothy's funeral, he spoke of using the money from Timothy's insurance policy to take a long vacation and buy other items. Mm-hmm. So good More to cyanide. know. Good to fucking know that the insurance company was like, everything's fishy, but here you go. Here's that fucking money. O'Brien continued to maintain his innocence. His defense mainly drew upon the decades-old urban legend concerning a mad poisoner whose hand, who hands out Halloween candy laced with poison or needles or candy apples with razor blades inserted. These stories have persisted despite the fact that there are no documented instances of strangers poisoning Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. we're going to get there. On June 3rd, 1975, a jury took 46 minutes to find O'Brien guilty of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. The jury took 71 minutes to sentence him to death. Shortly after he was convicted, his wife filed for divorce. Yeah. And I just want to stop here and say... Good for her, by the way. I want to say, it took the jury 10 hours and 40 minutes to find Casey Anthony not guilty to acquit her of first degree murder in the death of her second year old daughter or two year old daughter, Kaylee. And it took the, it took the jury four hours to deliberate that OJ Simpson was not guilty. Okay. And it took the jury here 46 minutes, (laughs) 46 minutes. You know, Texas is a terrible place, but you know what they do? They fuck criminals. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of innocent people get screwed over in Texas, but if you're a bad person in Texas, they're going to yeah. fuck you up. Also, no. So he was um, he was sent to on death row. Hell yeah. And every single day of his life, even on his way to the fucking death chamber, was he was he died by lethal injection. Um, he, Which, by the way, is kind of ironic. I know. He was, um, they quoted him as absolutely friendless because his fellow death row inmates hated him for killing a child. Yeah. And he would, um, (laughs) because of his, um, the hatred of him on death row, he was put in solitary on death row a lot. Wasn't the two seconds of time. Are are you trying to say that he got, uh, he got, he got his, he got his butthole took? I and mean, then they had to get him mm-hmm. away from the other inmates. Yep. And during the execution, a crowd of 300 demonstrators gathered outside the prison and cheered trick or treat. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. Hell yeah. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck him. Poisoning a child because you're not because I'm almost mad about how incompetent he was about the whole thing. Poison yeah. your wife. Firstly. Whoa. Well, let's be Hot real takes. here, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he liked her. Um, here's the thing about all this. Mm-hmm. If you want to poison your kid or poison your wife, just poison yourself. I mean, fair. Here's what you do. You buy some chili from Wendy's. Mm-hmm. You sever your own finger. I mean, we know this. We know. <laughs> A tale as old as time. <laughs> so, 
Um, and here's what I have to say about this. Okay, let's hear it. Like you and this article, mm-hmm. it says, like, despite there not being... Ever. Ever. Um, no one. Documented instances of strangers poisoning Halloween candy. Has never happened. The key word here is strangers. Because there are documented instances of someone, a family member, poisoning Halloween candy to give to other family members and friends of the family while trick-or-treating. That's that not the counts. same. <laughs> you fucking loophole and lawyer that bitch. Counts. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. My point was that no one's ever given trick-or-treaters. No one has ever knocked okay. on a door nope. and then Stop. been like trick or treat and got poison candy. Yes, they did. They knocked on a the door. They said trick or treat. No one was nope. there. They nope. left. The candy came to them. Oh my god! Poison candy was put in there. Trick or treat little nope. baskets. Nope. Yes. He was like, oh hey, I fucking just have this stapled. Were candy. they trick or treating? They were, were they trick, trick or, or treating, treating, but it wasn't trick or treat. Were they trick or treating? <laughs> it wasn't the same. How, yes, it was. <laughs> You're loopholing. Yes, it was. You're loopholing. Yes, it was. The children received poison candy while trick-or-treating. End of story. <laughs> oh, my God. You lawyer-ass O.J. Simpson <laughs> motherfucker. No, you know if the what we're talking okay, about. you got <laughs> You know what we're talking about. Yes, And we're I talking know. about trick-or-treaters yes, knocking on a door. They did. And a deranged man <laughs> handing a them candy. A deranged man did hand them candy. A but deranged he, man did him. But he candy. was out with them. It's not the same. What was he out with them doing? Trick or treating. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. And you yes. know it's not the same. Yes. Yes. Weigh in in the comments, everybody. <laughs> this is bullshit. All right. We're oh doing ours. So God. that took up more time than we thought. Also, we ranted about how women live in a fucking world of nightmares. Yeah, this is so the Halloween episode. I was going to go history. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? It would be fun to do a history episode where I just talk about history the whole time because I'm a big nerd and I like that. And mm-hmm. I might do that because I'm reading a book about World War II right now. Okay. And then I was like, oh, uh, so I was going to talk about the crimes of the Japanese during World War II because they're like number one most horrific. Mm-hmm. Number one. Oh my most God. horrific. Stop. Um, and so, you know what the Japanese are good at? Making fucking awesome cartoons. Yes. Horrific war crimes. Okay. Um, That's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't want to be the one to say it. Nope. But we're not going to talk about that. Also, they controlled the largest empire like as far as just like spanning the globe of any civilization ever. But not the largest land Was empire. Was Genghis Khan Chinese or Japanese? Genghis Khan is Russian. Technically, he's Siberian. Um, he's like from the steppe. He's not Chinese. He's Mongol. He's Mongol. A, a Mongolian. Mongol. I okay. think Mongol is like a derogatory term. He's Mongolian. Mongolian. Anyway, there's lots of ethnicities. You know, China is made up of five separate kingdoms. I'm not the one you need to be telling this to. Okay. Anyway, there's lots of, and also there's a man in Mongolia, there's lots of different red tie ethnicities in this. the steppe, and then there's different ethnicities in Russia, and there's different. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Russia's a large part of Russia is Asian. Okay. That's not what we're talking about today. Great. I was going to talk about Genghis Khan because he's lots of heavy metal shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for instance, once they uh, they were like not in t- uh, the scene from Game of Thrones where they pour the molten uh, gold into 
what's his name's face. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing Daenerys they did. Is, uh, brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. They did that with molten silver to an actual man. Good. Yeah. Because you're not supposed it. to spill the blood of royal people, so they had to get real creative with how they killed them. They turned him into a statue. Yeah. Well, that's not how it happened. Mostly, it just like melted his throat and jaw in his face and killed him. But he was also a statue. After they also that. boiled people alive. Interesting. Yes, which is so horrific that European people who saw it like wrote about it and were like, "We couldn't hang." And uh, we know European people can do a lot of fucked up yeah, stuff. They created the Iron Maiden. Yeah. And they couldn't hang with the boiling. The boiling was brutal. Um, also, they uh, once they conquered this city in Russia, and they had a bunch of Russian nobility, like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, quite a few. Like, let's say 15 plus. So they took one of the doors from the walls of a castle, and they had all of them lay down, and they put the door on top of them. And then they made a feast and then sat on the door and ate and partied all the people below them to death. Okay. So while they were eating and feasting and celebrating their victory, they were on this heavy door crushing the Russians to death over the course of like 10 hours. And so they said the moans and the wailing of the people under them like could be heard over the music and the partying. And they just partied the people to death. Okay. Pretty horrific, horrible way to die. Yeah, that's a way to die. Just to be brutally crushed by a door while big dudes just eat food and fuck on top of you i mean I, yeah i guess there are worse ways to die someone could put you could molten... boil you could be boiled yeah. you could be boiled so anyway we're not talking about any of that okay great good we're gonna talk about someone who's a monster but also a personal hero of mine who uh now this is the story of a dog who lives here in salt lake city <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, I'm going to read a news article. Did you decide this last night when I read yeah, you this? Yeah, yeah. You were like, that's why you said send it to me? Yeah. Oh my god, what a surprise. I love it so much. It's okay. It's a, a twist. It is. A, there's so many twists in this story. <laughs> there's so many twists. So, I'm just going to read the news story to you guys. He is a local anti-hero. Verbatim. He's an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. He's a horrible person, but also he's fun. He's cute. West Valley City. The search for a... So West Valley is a suburb of Salt Lake City, by the way. Yes. West Valley City. The search for a feral dog suspected of killing livestock who has successfully avoided capture for over a year is intensifying. Over this dog. According to West Valley officials, there is now a confirmed report of the Akita German Shepherd mix attempting to attack a child... Gotta hate children. He hates them. Who was able to avoid injury by using his bike as protection. Like a little bitch. (laughs) Okay, I also want to say, this news article has a picture of him. It's an Akita German Shepherd mix. Genuinely adorable dog. (laughs) He is pretty cute. Such a cutie. Hates children. Hates children and livestock. Yeah, and other animals. And we'll find out later. The dog is also suspected of killing over 40 various livestock animals, which includes chickens, sheep, goats, and a large one large full-grown alpaca mm-hmm. that stood about, stood about six feet in height yes. and weighed over 100 pounds. Yep. Oh, yeah. man. Yep. It's like old McDonald had a farm, and then a yeah. sweet puppy came and killed 
all of it. Yeah, you know and what he's doing? And then came for old McDonald's childs. He alpaca a lot of murder into his life. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you write that before? No. Don't fucking lie to me. I didn't. I just thought of it. <laughs> he killed a six foot tall alpaca. Can you imagine being an alpaca? Like, I live in the city. Perfectly safe here. Just eating my alfalfa, chilling. Uh-huh. I am an alpaca. Oh, look, a nice dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is this fucking dog just fully b- fucking jumps in Cujo. the air, bites fucking, your throat out. Are we calling this dog Cujo? No. We name him Cujo? Some of the livestock animals being killed are from the Roots Charter High School. Yeah, Again, okay. this the plot with the hating kids thickens. Yeah, this school is like... We have livestock here to teach kids how to be kind to animals. And then this dog's just like... Yeah, he's fucking... And just biting. It's real good. So some of the... The school says since June 2... Oh, no, they lost two alpacas, two goats, two sheep, and a pig have been killed. So we got plus one alpaca. Plus one. All right. Police say numerous residents in the area have livestock, various livestock animals on their property. It's like a, by the way, this is obviously like a suburb, like a country suburb. Uh, The West Valley City Animal Control Division has attempted on countless occasions to capture the male dog and has spent thousands of dollars in employee hours attempting to capture the dog. Thousands. The dog has increasingly grown more feral and its attacks on livestock have greatly increased since around June 2018. They have been trying to... Get this dog. By the for way, a year. the The article says the warrant states so the city has issued a warrant for the dog's arrest. The city's trying to arrest the dog. <laughs> the livestock attacks appear to be unprovoked, and the dog appears to be killing for fun. Mm-hmm. It is not killing for food and is not eating the animals it kills. Nope. <laughs> He's just for the love of the game. Love baby. of the game. Oh my god. The warrant further states it is just a matter of time until this feral dog gets tired of killing livestock and turns on human beings or other dogs. Yeah. The dog has mainly been spotted in the Chesterfield area. Police say there are two prevailing rumors about where the dog came from. One, by the way, this is just conjecture. They're literally like talking to the police and the police are like out of breath from chasing the dog. And they're just like, I don't know, man. Uh, This dog has a mythos. (laughs) Yeah, one is that the owner was a transient living along the Jordan River Parkway that passed away. And so now this dog is just out Out here. For revenge. Yeah, revenge, survival, being hardcore. This is the other one is that the owner of the dog was incarcerated and the dog was left to fend for itself, which again falls into the revenge category. It is revenge category. The dog has something out against society. West Valley... (laughs) Is this my favorite part? <laughs> is this my favorite part of the article? West Valley officials say the dog has become good at avoiding animal control officers. No shit since you've spent a year looking for it. You can't fucking catch a dog? No. I'll catch that dog today if I wanted to. <laughs> the dog has learned what the uniforms and vehicles of the West City Valley City Animal Control Division and the police department look like and no one involved in trying to capture the dog can get anywhere near it as it will run away and hide as soon as it sees a marked vehicle or uniforms okay (laughs) let's unpack this for a second the cops 
and Animal Control of West Valley <sighs> have been interviewed by the news separately or together and have come to the same decision saying that this feral dog is smart enough to recognize them, has learned what they look like, what they wear, <laughs> and what they drive. And, and that is the reason why the dog has been escaping for a year. Meanwhile, cue the Benny Hill music as these fucking <laughs> yes. overweight police officers can't fucking catch yep. this dog. Yep. They're, <laughs> they're fucking riding this dog <laughs> to be a fucking Batman villain. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's, it's just, just incompetent police <laughs> who can't catch a fucking dog. It's just, a, but they're you know, like, the dog know knows dog algebra all wild now. And goes down on its yeah. two front paws and it's looking at you like it's yeah. playing. Just imagine the dog doing that and like four police officers like huh? trying to fucking huh? get Where's it. Where's he going? And then he just runs between them. They're like, oh fuck. I want to know how much of this budget was spent on squeaky toys. I want to know how much of this budget has been used to fire bullets at the dog that have missed and done nothing yeah just oh, fully yeah. firing at the dog no waiting i just i love <laughs> that they're the first thing their reasoning as to why it's happened is like the dog's the dog knows what we look like. <laughs> That's so the dog fucking so funny. Hates cops. So you've spent thousands of dollars worth of man hours and state resources trying to capture a medium-sized German Shepherd-looking dog. Mm -hmm. How do you explain yourself as you are full-grown adults with vehicles? <laughs> and they're like, knows what we look like. Seeds of the hat needs to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you thought about at any point just like maybe changing your clothes and going right. to find him? <laughs> like, just fucking jump into a different car with a jacket on. Like, you, I like don't, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't understand it. <laughs> Oh, additionally, officials believe some. This is where it gets even juicier. Officially, uh, additionally, officials believe some residents are taking turns sheltering the animal. So there's an underground railroad for the murderous dog. Yep. And wait. Police describe the residents of one property where the dog is suspected of being sheltered as anti West Valley City Police, anti West Valley City Animal Control, and anti West Valley City Government. This... The couple that lives there has been quote unquote very hostile and aggressive towards city officials and have quote unquote have threatened to civilly sue any employee of West Valley City who steps on the property, according to the warrant. The behavior has been so erratic that there has been no success in reasoning or speaking with them. At least six animal control agencies have assisted in saturating the area looking for the dog. What in the Black <laughs> Panther Party is going on here with these fucking, this couple? What? How? How? Why? So you're saying both the dog and the people holding the dog hate Just, cops yeah. and specifically West Valley City government? What's the deal with, what's the deal with this dog? Anti-government. Dog's a communist. Hates cops. Yeah. Oh, yeah? And then where does the dog live? We don't know. Probably with these anarchists over yeah. here. <laughs> How do they know the dog? I bet you the anarchist. <laughs> Can you just imagine the dog in their house? Just looking at the cops, and the cops are just like, ooh. We wish we could come get you. 
Does the dog have like a bandana with like the sickle on it? Like how? How do they know? How do they know he's a communist? It's so specific and it's so specific. Anti-West Valley City Police, anti-animal control, and anti-government. I want to be fucking friends with these people and they're harboring a murderous maniac dog? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Dude. It's a wild story. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking metal that dog rules. I know that um livestock dying is not good. I know that a child being Yeah, but dogs attacked, are predators when they're loose, that's how they I roll. I'm just saying I know that's not good. And I know that eventually this will go down with that dog's death. And I know that he wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, you got to pay to play, baby. Then the fucking West Valley City Police putting a bullet in him. He's That's gonna how die he wants to go. He, exactly. He wants to go what out What if he like kills that. a police officer? It'd be wild. I mean, even uh, you know that's what this dog wants. Yeah, he's crazy. I'm respecting his wishes. He's just, um, just going to wait. <laughs> police be like i don't know man he knows what we fucking look like and what we drive and you're just a reporter like are you sure you want to say that we're to me? talking <laughs> about the dog still right yeah yeah we're talking about a dog one dog <laughs> he just and looked, he's been going he's, like, he's genuinely like a just a german shepherd yeah he's a german shepherd with like he looks a well fluffy fed. tail oh he's very well fed so those anarchists are really between the anarchists and the chickens he's eating for fun <laughs> and for not fun uh, yeah come on. he just murders an alpaca for the love of the game you know in his is. defense alpaca are stupid looking with okay. their dumb faces That's a charge statement what it's rude. Okay. Rude. I mean, maybe. Moral of the story I'll is, tell an alpaca to its face. Well, you should before they all die. Yeah, maybe I will. All the alpaca of the Do you want to go try and find this dog? I bet you if we tried, we could get this dog. <laughs> oh, so easy. I, you know, it's, you want to know what you need? You need an alpaca fucking... <laughs> covered in bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bait alpaca. Just With cut a West two, Valley oh cop God, hat cut on. Two, two, uh, two police officers in an alpaca <laughs> costume. Yes! That's it! <laughs> and they're in the stakeout van with binoculars <laughs> looking at the officers. And the officers are wandering, like, trying yeah. to, you know, like how they have yes. a prostitute lure the serial killer. Yeah. And the alpaca's just in a fucking park, like, I'm all alone. Everything's fine. And then the cops watching from the van are like, oh, fuck, have you, seen, have you heard the new Kanye album? Oh, it's fucking crazy. Oh and then he, like, drops a donut, and they both look down, and then they look <laughs> up, and the alpaca's fucking gone. No! And they're like, what? And then the dogs just pull the, the alpaca apart and dragging one of the officers into oh the my woods. God. That's it. That's it. Just imagine the guy wearing the bottom half an alpaca costume and nothing else, and they're like, "Where'd your clothes go?" And he's like, "It's hot in there." He got Carl. Carl's gone. The front of the alpacas just away. Thousand dollars they were gonna spend for the next twelve months of trying to catch him and buy an alpaca costume. Or here's what happens: the dog sees it and is like, "Fuck that." horrible dollar store alpaca <laughs> i'm not going near that thing and then a real alpaca comes in is like what are you doing baby and starts trying to fuck the two police oh officers dresses an alpaca and the other officers are like backup we need backup and the officers in the van are like we cannot compromise 
compromise your position. No. You just gotta too take close. it. You're too Let close him finish. To the objective. Let him finish. Oh my god. Woo! What a ride. Fun stuff. All right. That was we got a we got a hometown hero. Yeah. And then we had a a, a, a murdering monster, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh. Thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and support us on Patreon if do you that. like what we do? Do you want us to go catch this dog? Yeah. <laughs> Give us a dollar. Give it, Your dollars will go to help us catch this dog. Patreon.com slash Freaky Geeks. Exactly. Um, thanks for all the reviews online. We've, We've gotten quite a few. and We love ones. them. They're, They're great. So um, thank you so much for everyone who's been uh, in the group, has been like way active lately on Facebook. Yeah, the Freaky group is Geeks so group. much fun. We love it. We love it so much. What else do we have to say? I don't know. I have shows. You do have shows. I don't know. Okay. Great I'll, job. Uh, here. Well, you just did a show. You just did a show this Saturday at Wise Yeah, Guys. thank you so much to everyone who came out. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. there were a bunch of listeners who came out, and no one said hi to me because everyone hates me. True. And that's fine. I'm learning to live with that. Hey, everyone. Here are the shows. <laughs> Monday, October 22nd, Spokane Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Go to that. Washington. Tuesday, October 23rd, Comedy Works in Denver. Wednesday, October 24th at the Tempe Improv in Arizona. Arizona. There you go. Thursday, November 1st, Stardome Comedy Club. I think in Al- Alabama. Great job. It's in the South, Stardome Comedy Club. Google that Somewhere shit. Somewhere in the South. If you live in a place and Stardome Comedy Club is there, that's where I'll be. I'm a professional. Friday, November 2nd, Stand Up Live, Huntsville. 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 Alabama. Okay. Saturday, November 3rd, Zany's Comedy in Nashville. There we go. Nashville. All right, everyone. Uh, also, hey, I might be in Calgary in November also. Which will be cool. That date is kind of... Loose. Loose. Fast and loose. Fast and loose. 80% tight, 20% loose. Mm-hmm. So we like it. Yeah. Okay, everyone. What else? Anything else? I don't know. Next week, we're going to be in uh, California for my True. birthday. We'll be recording from uh oh no we won't be recording from california no we'll be home on monday we leave on tuesday yeah 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 true all right everyone hey how about uh fucking hail satan hail satan <laughs>